This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Thursday, December the 8th, 2016. Well, hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. Oh, my goodness. We appreciate you so much, the fact that you join in with us Monday through Friday. We're on the air at 9 a.m. But what is it we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver. It's as easy as giving us a call at one 800 951 The lovely Arlene's here today to take your phone call, answer your questions, walk you through your order. You can also go check us out online at allamericangold.com. Point and click. It's that easy. Go ahead and take a look at the products, all the coins that are available to you, and then get the news to disturb the comfortable, where we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. All of this is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group and its CEO and owner. He's the man who grinds it out way early in the morning, long before you get up. I like to say he gets more done by 7 a.m. than most people do all day. Wait a minute. That's the Army. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's the army. They do more. They do a lot more than remember, I do. Remember, the army good. had that song. Uh, uh, you don't read it in a book; you live it. Do you remember that? Their commercial. We do more by nine a.m. than most people do all day. They had a little little jingle that said, "You won't read it in a book; you live it." Go army. Go army. Yeah, all right. I'm, not I'm telling you, that's a commercial from the 1970s. Maybe the 80s when, uh, you know, the Vietnam War ended. Nobody wanted to join the military. And then, you know, they started doing these marketing things. And uh, uh, they were really pitching the GI Bill back I, then. I wonder if that's what got my brother all hooked. Cause Maybe. Long, that's right? his era. As long as I could remember, he's always wanted to be an Army man. You know what I'm saying? And, of course, now he's a lieutenant colonel. And, and it's just one of those things. I. How about that? Followed his dream, right? Yeah, how about that? I think that's great. And, uh, of course, yesterday was uh, Pearl Harbor Day, the anniversary of Pearl Harbor, 75 years ago. Uh, last night was my oldest son's day, their football banquet. I'm a pretty proud dad. You know, he was he made second team all region. And uh, you could have made the argument he should have been a first teamer, but he made second team all region, and then he won one of the uh, – one of the awards that they gave out last night as the uh, he won the linebacker award, so it was pretty cool. Linebacker, he's a tough kid. Yeah, because he's he's given hits or taken them. Well, yeah, he, he was he gave a lot more hits than he than he received, so that was always uh, that's all. You know, a lot of people don't realize, you know, that that a lot of times the linebacker out on the football field, though they're there to tackle the quarterback, tackle the running back, whatever. They're also keys for offensive linemen to take out. You know, hey, that's the guy you want to move out of there. And if they're blindsided, they get hit. I will say this: I always worried about the pulling guard. Yeah, I I did, but uh, he he had a great year. They had their awards banquet last night. Well, congratulations to Joey. And then now uh, I get it. Now, why you got a big smile on your face? And then, of course, tonight he is also now the he is the captain of the basketball team. and they have a, a game tonight and tomorrow, so it's action packed. So, and, and and what's his grade point average? What would you uh, he's about a three point six. All right, that's a lot to be proud of. I'm sick yeah, of him. I'm so. sick. I'm your kid. Officially, make me sick. Okay, your son's going to graduate from college and, in three years. Okay, so call wait, me a minute, now. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, and 
he's a really handsome kid, your kid. That's yeah, he can thank his mommy for that. Uh, Dad, yeah. Dad really, you know what? I'll say this. I did not help out in the athletic department, nor did I help out in the looks department. Well, thank God for Sarah, because uh, they are good-looking boys, I'll tell well, you. Well, I appreciate that. There you go. There you go. So, anyway, that was, I don't know, just a good, I was in a good mood, and then Homer sits down, and we're getting ready to do the show. <laughs> He's on his phone, which, you know, for me is, you know, he's a lot more techie than I am, so he uses his phone like a laptop, like a computer, and he just blurts out, why Why is gold down $3? Like, I mean, like, he's all upset about it. <laughs> and I'm like, and I just look at him, and I'm like, why are you upset? Well, what changed yesterday from today? And then it was up yesterday, 7 bucks. Today it's down 3 bucks. And I'm just like thinking... Where's our consistency? What is happening? Well, okay, so now I look at that and say gold's done nothing in the last couple of days. But but he's all upset, and and I'm like, what are you so upset about? And he goes, I'm annoyed. I'm just annoyed. And then Arlene, I'm annoyed too. (laughs) Gold's been down long enough. And and I'm going to tell you right now, they're both right. I think this is about the end. We've got... Uh, the ECB was out today. I'm going to tell you what they had to say. That is their, uh, the ECB is the Eurozone's equivalent of the central bank. They had their meeting. Next week we have our meeting, and I kind of look at that as the kind of the end of, of the rally. Uh, I'll call it a rally uh, of the dollar, which uh, I do got to say this. I, I will give credit to these, to these stock guys, and really I guess you should give credit to the computers. Because they're the ones that do all the trading now anyway. Uh, they just write all these fancy algorithms, but they're so optimistic. And I- I'm a little worried now for Donald. Because there's no way, no matter what it is, like on the very first day he became president, if he was somehow able to say, here's a trillion dollars. Right now, this second, instantaneously put into the economy. Then maybe you have an outside shot at living up to the expectations that Wall Street has. I, I, uh, there's a great video. and I, Okay, let me rephrase. I think it's a great video. For most of you, it'll probably be a little bit of a snooze fest. But if you go out to All American Gold this morning, we have John Williams. Uh, and John Williams, I think, is probably, if he's not the best, he's one of the best in actually collecting real data. Talk about that next. Welcome back. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. It's so easy. Just so easy to take a look at gold and silver with the Patriot Trading Group. Simply go out to our website, go ahead and click on the button that simply says, what do we have here? What do we have here? The the uh, um, Patriot Trading uh, Metals Plan. Take a look at that metals plan. I'm here to tell you it's been an amazing year with that metals plan because we've promoted it. One is we, we've, I think we've gotten better at promoting things such as we'll buy gold and silver from you. We offer a metals plan where you, on a hundred bucks as minimum of hundred—I mean that's not very much—a hundred bucks a month, you can start 
building a portfolio hand-selected by our CEO and owner That's here. That's me. Yeah, hand-selected. Matter of fact, we're about three three weeks away from the next shipment. Yeah. yeah. You and your sports center update. And I'll just tell you, I'll just tell you that I recently, uh, we had one of our clients come in and uh, brought his entire portfolio in. And he said it here on the on the table, and I'm like, that's what a portfolio of gold and silver. Right. Like, what was it? Two hundred thousand dollars worth of gold yeah, and silver yeah. in in variation. It was a diversified, whether it was uh, silver well, coins. Yeah, you, or, you, you you want to make sure, and especially, uh, I I think the ultimate goal is preserving as much of your wealth as possible. Uh, but at the same time, you also need to be incremental about it because here's the thing that 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 I I just know is true is we don't really know what's going to happen, right? Talking about uh, the dollar and devaluation and really the, the changing of the money, we know that's happening. I mean, because that's just how it works. That's how fiat money works. But then there's all these other things. You know, and, and, and you just don't know. One of the things, like, there was an earthquake off of California this morning. Uh, and it was on the northern part, but and it wasn't a big one. But you don't know, right? The super volcano that, you know, if you believe, wiped out the dinosaurs. And, you know, they say Yosemite is one of those areas, right? Hey, a solar flare. We don't know. You hey. don't know. You want to make sure that, hey, just in case, Everything goes, you know what? You've got something other than a debit card or a credit card because let me tell you about electronics. They don't work without power. Well, think about this just this morning 8.6 on the Richter scale up in Northern California. 6.8 on the Richter scale. around. 8.6 would have been a bigger one. That may have been something. My, my speaking dyslexia just kicked in there. And so what I'll tell you is, is yeah, that just happened this morning, way right. northern you California. Know. So when you build these things, and like I said, it's always, I'm always, this is how I do it. First and foremost is you protect your wealth. Then you always want to, in addition to that, is, hey, I've got incremental material. Here's the great thing about the metals program. You get to do both. Because we, we make sure that you're buying it the best possible price uh, and you get four physical deliveries a year and I like I said we're about three three and a half weeks away from our next shipment um, but it has been it's been a lot of fun and I will tell you it's going to be another great one I'm so excited again because I've got all kinds of goodies that I'm I'm ready to give out to everybody uh, that's in that plan but we are talking before the break about John Williams and if you don't know who John Williams is that's okay, because I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, and I I watch all of his stuff. He does uh, a website called Shadow Staff, and Shadow Staff, it, and it's really it, it's a funny name because it kind of implies here's the data that no one talks about, right? I mean, Shadow, uh, there's not a lot, of, there's not the spotlight on this stuff. This is you know, you'd almost kind of think about uh, uh, unimportant stuff. But it turns out that really what he should call it, at least in my opinion, is 
right? Here's the actual data, because that's what he does. He compiles, forget about seasonal adjustments, forget about birth deaths, and forget about any of the other hocus-pocus and replacement and this and that, and, and just, what are the numbers? And he compiles them all, and then the other thing that he does is he says, by the way, I've got decades worth of data of actual numbers. And then I look at those numbers, and I start comparing them, and then I draw my conclusions about what is coming based upon real data. I mean, I know it's shocking. Wait a minute. You're going to use actual real data? And then based on the history of all the other real data, you're going to be able to tell us what what is going to happen next? And then you start thinking, wait, isn't that what everybody does? And the answer is no. But he's on our website this morning. He did about, a, it was about 30, 30 plus minutes. And, and like a, a mathematician, I kind of liken, uh, liken him to the accounting department. If you work at a big, you know, at a big company, you know, there's the accounting department somewhere in the main office. And usually the accounting department consists of a bunch of cubicles. Right, and, and not, listen, not to, you know, I'm not judging. Well, I guess maybe I am a little bit. But I love accountants. But they tend to have uh, a little less bravado, you know, a little less on the personality side of things. Very, you know, kind of dry. Uh, they're introverts. I mean, they're called bean counters. You know? Right, right you know, right. There's not a lot to them. And, and that, that's kind of John Williams. He's very... Uh, dry and monotone and, and just just speaks matter-of-factly. And the funny thing is, is, is they were asking him about this great rally and all this stuff and things and the jobs and all this, and he goes, he goes, yeah, you know, here's the thing about that. First of all, he goes, President Trump, he goes, it actually takes, from the day they get inaugurated, a minimum of nine months for anything they do to really actually get into the economy. Because it's Congress. So he says, you know, it's not like he can do it on day one. Right? He's got to go in, they got to have the meetings, they got to go to Congress, they got to vote, they got to do this and that. He goes, it's going to be at least a year before we see anything. He said, so this big wave of optimism is, is nice, but what the real data shows is he goes, believe it or not, the real data, not the fake data that they tell you about on television, says that job growth has fallen this year. In other words, job companies wanting to hire. There's actually less companies. Now, they're saying job openings were at all-time highs up until about a month ago. John Williams says that's not what the real data says. It's actually less this year than it was last year, and 
and he goes into his historical data, and then he talked about wage growth. And he said, and I'm going to use the number that they gave. And he said the number was, I think it was 2.3%. So just think about, you know, if you here you are, uh, you're working hard, and if you're really, really lucky, you got a wage increase of 2.3%. Now, part of that wage increase could just be saying that the company uh, picked up, you know, your health care went up. And the way your company policy is, is is they picked up a bigger piece of that for you. They view that as wage growth, just so you know. You may not have actually gotten to 2.3, but, but at least in your paycheck, but you understand what I'm trying to say. Doesn't mean it's all in your wages, but nonetheless, 2.3%. And he said, in all the real data, he goes, Every president that was seeking re-election, it was just fascinating. If real wages didn't grow above 3%, they always lost. Or they, well, I should say not the, the president, but the party that was in office. So if you were a Republican in office and, and uh, your wage growth was below 3% and went to the Democrats, and vice versa. And he goes, so really Donald Trump winning was kind of already in the cards, according to my data. He was winning. I was like, hey, that's kind of interesting stuff. But then he he really laid out what he thinks is really coming. And it's just what I've been talking about, especially lately, which is the inflation wave that is getting ready to sweep across all of the industrialized countries that have all pursued really the I don't know what else to call it, reckless policies, that all of them for their whole entire lives, at least for their their academic lives, have said these are things that the central banks cannot do. And yet they did them. Today, one of those big bankers, Mario Draghi, announced that the ECB will pour another half a trillion euros, which is about $600 billion, and newly printed money into the Eurozone economy to to support its recovery and the currency union heads into what could be a tumultuous election year, says that the bank's 25-member governing council extended the duration of its bond-buying stimulus program for another nine months and saying that they will now run through all of 2017. So it was going to expire in March. They said, you know what, we're going to keep on buying, right? We're going to keep printing money, keep buying up the debt with made-up money, pretend that it's prosperity. The The council, however, did say that after March, when the program was supposed to end, instead of buying 80 billion euros a month, they'll be buying 60 billion a month. Now that sounds like they're slowing it down. But what they really, I guess the real story here is they've already been buying these bonds for almost two years now. And really the problem is, is they're buying all the debt as it is. 
So part of it is, is hey, until we go out a big, uh, another big uh, debt issuance, we're buying it all anyway, but we're going to pretend that we're slowing it down. But he went on to say, because a lot of people, at least here at home, oh, they're tapering. I guess that's the word now they like to use when they buy less over tapering. He said there was no question that the purchases were going to continue. He said there was no talk of a phase-out of the program, that they haven't even discussed phasing out the program, and said that the central bank has the right to increase the monthly purchases if needed at any time and that there is no firm end date for any stimulus program. He said the slowing down of the tapering is meant of a more lasting transmission of our monetary stimulus and should not be construed as a reduction of support. In other words, quantitative easing forever. While you guys pretend that you want to raise rates, the real economy says we should. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Eagle Forum, upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, a constitutional attorney grassroots activist, author of 27 books, and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Now from the Eagle Forum Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. After Donald Trump's victory last month, many, especially on the left, cried unfair that such a so-called archaic system would prevent the winner of popular votes from winning the election. So just why is our presidential electoral system so important? Well, these are Phyllis Schlafly's words on the subject from 1977. The Electoral College is one of the legacies of the inspired genius of the Founding Fathers. It was part of the Great Compromise, without which we would have had no constitutional republic, but merely a bunch of jealous rival colonies. The Great Compromise brought together both the large states and the small by means of a national congress with one house based on population and the second house based on the states. The Electoral College is based on this same dual representation and therefore requires that the presidential and vice presidential candidates heed the voters of every state, regardless of size. If the Electoral College were abolished and replaced with a direct vote system, the most predictable result would be the domination of our national government by the big cities in the big states. The temptation would become irresistible for presidential candidates to offer up the moon wrapped in federal dollars to the hungry handout hunters in New York and other large states. In a close election, such a candidate could carry New York by a million votes and win the presidency over an opponent who carried all other 49 states by smaller margins. A second major defect would be the instability and loss of public confidence that would be caused by close elections. Imagine the result of a very close election combined with widespread charges of vote fraud. Where a shift of a few hundred votes anywhere in the country would be enough to reverse the results and elect the loser instead of the apparent winner, such demands would arise in almost any close election. Under our present system, this is not possible, because a recount and shift would only affect that state's vote in the Electoral College. 
and seldom does the entire election hang on the vote of one state. The Electoral College has served us well for over 200 years, and we have every reason to believe it will serve us just as well for the next 200. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Eagle Forum. Want to join in in the spirited debate over issues you care about? At EagleForum.org, strategists at Eagle Forum are blogging about education, radical feminism, climate change, national security, parental rights, and more issues you care about. Stay informed and add your own comments to the blog at EagleForum.org. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com, where once again you can now uh, order online. I know it is a little more complicated ordering online uh, in our new site. Uh, you, you know, we, we have a new area now where you kind of you sign in, you create an account with us. Uh, you have to do, you know, it's not like anything now. Everything's got to be password protected. So you got to have a password. You got to be able to remember what it is. And and uh, But the nice part is when you come back, you don't have to fill out all that stuff again. Right? You don't have to put your address in there and all that other stuff. And, and uh, I think once you get through it the first time, uh, after that, it'll be a lot easier. But if you're uh, if you're having any issues, let us know. Matter of fact, one of our customers called yesterday and said, "Hey, your phone number is not on the cart. You know, once you add items to your cart, and he was right. So it's it's back. It's on there now. Every page of the shopping cart has our phone number on it. But uh, if there's something you're struggling with or having an issue with, we need that feedback so we can either f- enhance it and fix it and make it better." Um, the nice part is we know it's actually working. People have actually ordered, and we've actually gotten our money. And Well done, everybody. Yeah, nice so, job. So uh, we, we've made progress. Matter of fact, uh, we've actually shipped some people that have ordered. So uh, we, are, we are definitely making progress, but uh, your feedback uh, will be helpful. So you can either call us and, and tell us or, or send me an email, right, the word double, Double J, so they'll spell out the word double, the letter J, double J, at allamericangold.com. Uh, and we will try to make this as convenient as possible. But as we kind of moved into this new era, we just needed more functionality. Uh, and, and I think when you go out to the card, you'll see it right away. Uh, you know, we have credit card pricing, check pricing, uh, volume discount pricing. We, we, uh, we offer a ton of more products now than we did. I think we increased it. This is and this is just the beginning of it, but I increased our product selection by about forty percent from what our old shopping cart could handle. And the nice part is, is I could add another hundred items if I want to. So we can really uh, have the ability to continue to add items as we go along. And then it has some other functionality on the back end uh, that we needed to get to. But uh, if you have any issues or, or something that you notice that's, that's uh, difficult or you're having trouble with, let us know about it. Uh, back in, I, I want to say about this 
this time last year, and it may have been even longer than that. And and then this is a story that goes along with how cor- corrupt the banks really are. And it's so funny because they act like the banks are there for us, right? And 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 that they're supposed to be really. I mean, they're the keeper of the money, right? They're the they're supposed to be the keepers of the wealth. So it would stand to reason that these people would have the highest level of integrity. And what we really found out, and I guess the Wells Fargo thing kind of really brought a lot of that to light. When we found out that, I don't know if anybody's worse than the banks when it comes to actual complaints. Because let's face it, most of us, when we have a bad experience, what do we do? What do most of us do? Take it on the chin? We take it on the chin, and maybe we, what, we complain to our wife or, or we, uh, you know, bitch to our buddies about it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but we don't really do anything other than that. Yeah, well, I will say this. Uh, say you purchased uh, a tennis racket at this store, and it wasn't what they said. What, I'm never going to recommend that store. I'm going to talk bad about that store it ever brought up. But guess what? It, it, eventually you forget about it. Yeah, you forget about it. You don't do anything about it. And so for somebody to actually go through the process of filing complaints, You think about for, you know, and I try to always say, if, if, if you got one complaint, there's a hundred other people that just are like, eh, I'm going to complain about it, but I'm not actually going to, you know, fill out a form about it. I'm not going to call somebody about it. And it's one of the reasons why I'm so proud of the fact we have no complaints. Because, and the reason we don't have any complaints is because if something's not right, Second, we are made aware of it. We fix it. It's that simple. Uh, if you go out to our website, for those of you who've never done business with us, if you go out to our website, where the Better Business Bureau logo is, if you just click on that, it sends you right to the page, right to our—I don't know what to call—I guess our Better Business Bureau page. Let me see it for yourself. There it's, your, it's your rating page. Yeah, right. our rating yeah. page, and it's—and I will say this. The, looking at the rating, and ours is A+, plus, that's not good enough. This is the one thing that disappoints me about the Better Business Bureau. Because when, when you think A+, plus, there's nothing better. Right. That's like the, the creme de la creme. And you would make the assumption that, wow, that company doesn't get complaints. But you'll find that a lot of companies have an A-plus rating, and they've got all kinds of complaints. The only thing that the Better Business Bureau says, well, they closed, you know, they they went through the complaint process with the Better Business Bureau. Uh, but I'm always of the, of the mind, I don't ever want it to get that far, right? And really, that's how a good business should be. 
which is, let me address that right here. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to file any. We'll take care of it. And you would think that's how the banks would be. You would think that the vast majority of these banks would have these stellar customer service. Can I say something here? I'll tell you one thing that's so impressive about um, the fact that you have no complaints, that, that Patriot Trading doesn't have any on there, is how simple it is. And I take this back. I mean, I know what you're saying here, but it, there, there seems like Yelp, uh, Yelp.com. There's all of these websites. People start their own blog. There's Facebook that people can easily access from their phone. It's almost too easy, and right? just go, hey, I just had lunch at ABC Mexican Food. It's the worst disgusting food, and people just say the worst things if they had a poor experience. You have none of that. And that's just, uh, I'll tell you what, man, that's, that is a plus. But we're going to talk about another issue involving the bank, but this time when it has to do in the silver market. Uh, new developments that just broke today. We're going to talk about that. So the one thing that we learned well after the financial crisis was that the keepers of the money, of the wealth, turns out were some of the most unscrupulous people that we have ever seen. And it really is its shocking how even today they can steal the wealth right from their customers and nothing happens. I mean, they pay a fine. But all of those fines they can write off on their taxes anyway. It's almost like, hey, we need to get a few fines here because we need to <laughs> lower the tax bill. But a few years back, remember, they, and everything, right, from the setting of LIBOR rates to the opening prices for gold and silver to uh, the interest rates on your homes and your, your credit cards and every, I mean, all of it. And what we found out is all of these banks were colluding together. Hey, what, what trades do you have? Oh, you've got that? Well, I've got these ones. How about you? Oh, you? Oh, how do we make the most money? Wait a minute. All of your customers are long silver? So are mine. Yours? Yours too? Hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to deliberately manipulate the price lower to force all of these guys out, right? And we're going to make a ton of money. I believe there's a history that shows gas stations did that. Right. Right? Right? Back, and now this was going back for the last few years, Deutsche Bank was under investigation for manipulating the price of silver and manipulating it so they would make money and their customers would lose. And, of course, Deutsche Bank, they can't do it by themselves. They had to have all... And logic says, wait a minute, if there's five banks setting the price, they must have been in it together. Now... Back in April, 
Deutsche Bank had agreed to settle allegations that it rigged the silver the silver market in exchange for $38 million. At the time, all charges were dropped against the other bank. But something stunning has happened in a curious twist. The settlement letter revealed that the former members of the manipulation cartel have now turned on each other. So after Deutsche Bank said, wait a minute, we're getting, you're not going to punish these other guys? Really? Oh, well, in that case, we're going to help a little more. And you know what? It's almost, it almost boggles the mind. Deutsche Bank has now revealed that they are going to provide documents implicating all the other precious metal riggers. In addition to valuable monetary consideration, Deutsche Bank has also agreed to provide cooperation to plaintiffs, including the production of instant messages. Because I know it's the new age. Hey, I'm going to text you. You text me back and other electronic communications as part of the settlement. In plaintiff's estimation, the cooperation to be provided by Deutsche Bank will substantially assist the plaintiffs in the prosecution of other claims against the non-settling defendant. Overnight last night, they finally got a glimpse into what Deutsche Bank actually provided. They said that Deutsche Bank provided what they're calling the smoking gun proof that UBS, HSBC, Nova Scotia Bank, and Bank of America were all part who, by the way, were all part of the original lawsuit. Well, actually, I take that back. Bank of America was not part of the original lawsuit, but they're part of the new one. So they've added another one. They said, in the document surrendered by Deutsche Bank, they said that they captured coordinating trades in advance of the daily phone call manipulating the spot price of silver, uh, conspiring to fix the spread on silver offered to customers, and using illegal strategies to rig prices. I know it's shocking, but in this day and age, this is how they still determine what the opening price of silver and gold are going to be, and it's done in London. So part of the reason why you hear all of these these foreign banks, you know, like UBS and Deutsche, HSBC, is because the, the actual price is set in London. And what they're saying was, and of course, you're telling me they didn't know this, that all of these banks, 
just miraculously seem to be using and putting on all the exact same trade as their counterparts were right before they get on the phone to determine what the spread and the prices were going to be. And these guys are the ones that are in charge of of storing and keeping our wealth. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. You know, you have to be in, right? You got to bank somewhere. You got to pay your bills. You got to do all that stuff. And I know a lot of people, they think they have solace because they their brokerage guy is their buddy or, or they've taken good care of you and, and you've done okay. Even if you've done well, they've been stealing from you. I'm going to read you. This is what Deutsche Bank, just a little snippet of what they've provided. These were, I'm going to say they were texts back and forth. Deutsche Trader. I got the fix in three minutes. HSBC. I'm bearish. Deutsche. Ha, ha, ha. HSBC. Massively short. Really want to sell silver. Let's go and smash it together. The fix, dude, you guys were the silver market, according to Deutsche Bank. UBS, why do you say that? Ha-ha on the fixes, said Deutsche Bank. UBS, someone told you? And, and, And he just says, HSBC. Oh, okay, UBS says. You guys short some funky options over there. Well, you told me to, but I told no one You just said that you sold on the fix. We smashed it good. Effing hell, UBS. You make me regret not joining you guys. Right? This is is these guys, and they're laughing. They're celebrating ripping off their customers. And, of course, what are they always doing, right? Short. Just smashing the market. Shorting ridiculous options. And, and the point is, here's my point. You don't think that they that all the regulators knew this was happening? Really? With all of the technology, you don't, you, you never don't, well, why is UBS and Deutsche and, 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 uh, HSBC, why are they all shorting together? They're all got the same trade on, and boy, they're shorting some really aggressive stuff here. It's just coincidence. And it goes on and on and on. And the worst part is all the laughing, the ha ha ha's and the other stuff that they do. And the funny thing is, is you know how we got to this? Is because Deutsche Bank got mad because they're like, wait, we're the only ones that got to do something. What? You're going to let all the... They were going to let them all off! They had the data. They were going to let them all off. And it took Deutsche Bank to say, okay, 
If that's not good enough, here's all the text messages that go along with all the trades that showed that we were all in it together. As if looking at the trades themselves weren't good enough. But this is what we're up against. And this is the thing. They, they've somehow allowed the mainstream media, they just sweep it under the rug over and over and over again. If they're sweeping this under the rug, what do you think? What else are they sweeping under? That's why you need to be prepared. That's why you need to, to buy on these dips and put some more gold and silver away. Call us, 800 951 it's a Friday tomorrow, and always that's always an exciting day. We'll talk to you then.